0: Blessings, blessings, great men and women of God all around the world. This is one of God's oracles, one of his generals. I am Apostle Stephanie Greathouse. I am founder of Jehu Spirit of Truth Church here in the great U.S. of A. We come to you today with the love of God in our hearts to share with you that the church is the will of God. We'd already discussed last um, sessions about what the church is not. Now we want to take a look at what the church is. Amen. 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 The church is the will of God. We discovered that the church is the center fact of God's will. The church, is not a parenthetical revelation, which came in because of the Jewish blindness and their unbelief in their own Messiah. That is not what the purpose of the church is. Before there was a Gentile or Jew or Israelite, God had the church in mind. He desired to have a peculiar people for himself, a bride for his son. See, Apostle Paul speaks strongly of God's will. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Especially in relation to the purpose of God's will especially when it comes to redeeming the church. We've discovered that over in Ephesians 1, 2 through 11, Romans 8, 2 through, I'm sorry, 26 through 30. Amen. There are two aspects of the will of God that would need to be recognized. One has to do with the sovereign will of our God, and the other is the permitted will of God. Now, these wills are very important even in our lives today. See, the sovereign will of God, objective will, the Greek word philema means determination, a choice, a decree, especially a king's decree sent somewhere by his messenger. It's objective, what is will? what one wishes to happen. We discovered that over in Matthew 6, verse 10, Matthew 26, verse 42. It is what will to bring about by his own action, since one has undertaken to do what he has wanted. It's all about doing what God wants to be done in the earth. Ephesians 1 and 5, 9. Bless the Lord, 11, John 5, 30, 4, 34, Matthew 16 and 18. Please understand, time does not permit us to read through all of these scriptures, but I do encourage you to read your scriptures on your own time. Amen. Now, it is when the one wishes to bring about the activity of others to whom one assign a task. Ephesians 1, 1 and 2, Peter 1, 21, 1 John 2 and 17. Therefore, it speaks of the sovereign will of God, which is over and above all the creation and his creatures. His will is absolute. Nothing and no one can frustrate it or violate it or even change that will of God. See, this is what we're talking about. Thea says of the Greek word that which one wishes or has determined shall be done. Example, objectively, a thing will. We find this over in Luke 12 and 47. But we can also find it in John 5 and 30, in Hebrews 10 and 10. See, the scriptures reveal that God's will is over and above all, and his will can be done in heaven and in the earth because he created it all. Now, this is again found over in Matthew 6 and 10. Now, in relation to the kingdom of the world, he gives the kingdoms to whom? Soever his will. Whomsoever his will. Daniel 4, 17. Daniel 25. Daniel 32. Glory to God. Glory to God. See now, in relation to the crucifixion of the Christ, God's will be done over and above all, despite the part that the Jew and the Gentile played It wasn't based on us. It was already set in motion. See, God's hand and counsel had determined beforehand what should be. What should be done. And it shall be done. We find this over in Acts 4 and 25. Also, Acts 28 uh, and 2. Find it over in Acts 23, 24. 318. All was found in the uh, knowledge of God and God's determined counsel based on that foreknowledge. knowledge. What was it based on it for? It was based because of knowledge, the need for knowledge. See, Jesus came to do the will of God, and he perfectly fulfilled it as the eternal Son of God. John 5. 30, Luke 2, 42, John 6, 38, Matthew 26, 42, Hebrews 10 and 10. He also said, upon this rock, I will build my church. Everybody know where to find that at Matthew 16, 18, 19. Now we're going to take a look at the subjective will. The Greek word bolema means a deliberate design that which is purposed. That through here is a subjective will is what is desired. God is not willing for any man to perish. He does not wish this. And we found this over in Second Peter, over in Matthew. Glory to God. And it is not his deliberate design on purpose that people perish. That would defeat his purpose for creating us. John 3 and 16, he does deliberately design purpose and wish that the heirs of the promise believe his word. And so he attacked an oath to his promise for help their faith he attached an oath to the promise to help our faith amen see the church is not merely God's wish but it's God's will he willed it before time began in eternities past before the creation and the fall of man nothing will frustrate God's sovereign will and design He desires a church. He desires a church. His will was a church. He shall have his church. I don't care what's going on in the earth today. I don't care what it looked like, what it should look like, what it's not looking like. God will have the church full of the peculiar people set aside for him and his use. Amen. See, to see the perfect will of God is pertaining to the church is to see that the church is not that parenthetical plan of God because of the Jewish unbelief. It had nothing to do with the Jewish unbelief. When God created the Jews, he knew they would not believe in their own promise of the Messiah coming to deliver them. He knew all of that, but he said, my church, I'm going to have one. And it's going to be in the mind of eternity, and He willed it in eternity and manifested it in time. He willed His church in eternity and manifested it in time. That's the kind of God we serve. The permitted will of God. The Scriptures reveals also that there are levels pertaining to the will of God. Everything's got a level. everything got a dimension. We speak about it now. Romans 12, 1 and 2. These uh, being the following. A, the perfect, <clears throat> excuse me, the perfect will of God, the permitted will of God. The principle is illustrated over in Matthews 19 and 39. And it speaks about, Also about divorce and marriage. Divorce was never God's perfect will. Just giving you some examples of His perfect will and His permissive will. But God did permit it for one reason: for the hardness of man. Y'all got to get that. Divorce was created for the hardness of the heart of man. Oh, y'all gonna catch it. See we may illustrate this fact a little further. See the perfect will. In the beginning permitted will or accommodating will. Genesis 1 through 2. After the fall Deuteronomy 24, hardness of the heart. The complicating problems are seen in the effect of God's what his one will and man's free will. The conflict between God's will And man's free will. And the bringing them together in unity and harmony. Thus, God does not compel us to go against our will. But he does make us willing to go. Mm. Luke 12, 41 through 48. You're going to catch that. The servant who knew his Lord well and did it shall not be beaten with many stripes. The others with lesser stripes who did not know it. Following, we note several other illustrations of these two levels pertaining to the will of God. God created angels and man with free will. The power of choice. God created each of us with the power of choice. He did not build or create robots or zombies or irrational creatures or machines. Satan manifested self-will against God's will is an example. It was the abuse of free will, of course. So did Adam. And we find that over in Genesis 3, 1 through 6. God does not force nor violate the free will he has given unto man. You have to understand this. This has a lot to do with the manipulation in the church of God today. God does not force himself on his people, God does not force himself to take the free will of man away. So, why are churches manipulating the people of God? That's not God's we uh, Okay, I, I'll move on, but I need for you to understand it. God often permits or accommodates in his own wisdom, his will to man's failures. See, he makes all things work together for himself. We say it all the time. Ultimately, we say what? Everything is working for the purpose of God that are called in his name. We know it. We repeat it in our sleep. But a detailed study of the following accounts was revealed the two levels of God's will. Here again, Abraham's two sons, Ishmael and Isaac, Genesis 16, Genesis 21, Galatians, Hebrews. Ishmael was not God's perfect will. But God, what? He permitted that birth. He could have closed the womb of the woman. But Galatians shows that these two men are two different covenants. I need you to understand that. Isaac covenant and Ishmael covenant. They are two separate covenants. The law covenant and the new covenant. God permitted the law covenant. It was not his perfect will, though. It was the work of the flesh of man. Man has free will. Isaac was God's perfect will, even though he blessed Ishmael as well. Mm -hmm. Israel's wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. You know, that was not God's will. That was not God's perfect will. Glory to God. It was during the period we call the breach, God's altering purpose, God's altering purpose, Numbers thirteen through fourteen, Hebrews three and four, because of unbelief, their unbelief called the promise to be postponed in their generation, but left the door open. For a revisit. It left the door open for a revisit, yet in another generation. That's how much God loves us. The Mosaic Covenant and the New Covenant, Exodus 19, 1 through 6, the pursuit of the nation, then God permitted the priesthood of the tribes instead. See, his perfect will was the priesthood of Melchizedek Balaam and the will of God shows evidence to this God's perfect will was for him not to go but God permitted that the next day then overruled the prophetic word see that next day because man had free choice Because he had free choice, it overruled the prophetic word. Now, I know that may be new to some of you. But the word of God over in Numbers 22 through 24, it clearly states that it overruled the prophetic word. Melchizedek priesthood was God's perfect will. God permitted the Aeronautic priesthood to illustrate the same truth. See, the same truth. Hebrews 5, Exodus 19, 1 through 6. The fall of man into sin and the mirroring of the divine image was not God's perfect will. But what? He permitted it. Otherwise, we may have God as the originator of sin. See, he had to permit it. Romans 8, 26 through 28. Another example. Jonah was in the perfect will of God to go to Nineveh. God permitted the fish to swallow him, but the fish brought him up to the level of the perfect will of God. The fish brought him up to the perfect will of God again. Thus, there was a three-day journey. It was permitted by God because the ultimate goal was what? Going to change Jonah and bring him up to that level God needed him to be. Look at another example. Paul was in the will of God going to Rome, Acts 27 through 28. Paul knew what would happen. God overruled it all. Thank you, God. The ship's owners self-willed manifested so it was not the perfect will of God for Paul to be shipwrecked. You got to understand everything we do, our ultimate end is to what? To glorify God. Paul was caught up in another man's will. But God permitted it and wrought glory to his name on the island of Melita. Now, let me share this with you. We, as the body of Christ, we can be caught up in another man's will, which is not necessarily the will of God for our lives. Have you ever heard the warning? Don't allow any and everybody to prophesy to you prophesy over you or even lay hands on you because it is easy to get caught up in somebody else's will for your life instead of the perfect will that God has for us. Okay, let's take a look at another one. Divorce, as noted, is never God's perfect will. He permitted it for the hardness of man's heart. That, that blew me when I, when I saw that. The only reason divorce was allowed was to harden the man's heart. Matthew 19, verses 3 through 8. King Saul was not the perfect will either. But God permitted Israel to have him as a king, though. David was God's perfect will in his way and in his time. It was God's will for Israel to have a king, Genesis 17. But at that time of King Saul, it was not God's time. That's why the people went through so much under King Saul. God has permitted, mm, glory to God, glory to God. God has permitted denominations, etc also in church history, but these are not the perfect will of God either. He permitted them, but as his church rises to the level of perfection for his perfect will, then many things will fade away. A lot of these denominations, as we move into the place that we need to move into, is not going to remain. And matter of fact, God is going to erase the memory of man about these different denominations. Some of these denominations, you would not even remember that they existed if you are living when God's hand moved on the earth in this season. Amen. Now we're going to take a look at your homework assignment, and it's real simple. In your own words, I need you to define. Thelema, Balima, and Aaronai. Amen. Join us again next week. We're going to go with part two about what the will, the church is the will of God, and what the church is today. Amen.